0: Rodeo time. Got to get her on down the road. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Rodeo Time with Dale Brisby. Uh, I keep saying it. It's the Old Sun Podcast. The Old Sun Podcast this is your idea with Dale Brisby and Donnie Ray Daytona, who wanted to call it Donnie Daytona's Podcast Extravaganza. Say it like you say it. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Donnie Daytona's Podcast Extravaganza. It's the podcast with a bunch of names. Today, a name on the podcast is Cody Webster, Web Dog, Web. What else you got? What are their nicknames? Just Webster. Webster.
1: He can't say his other names. Web, on, on the Webster. Show. Yeah. <laughs> Just Web. That's it. Yeah. Just Web.
0: Yeah. Web, like, that's a very, like, some people get called by their last name a lot, but you're like, you get called by your last name the most. A lot. Like, maybe 98% of the time. Yeah. And then Smash. How did she get that?
1: That's that's like 100% of the time. Yeah. Like, I'll be talking, and be like, yeah, Ashley. And they're like, who? Oh,
0: Smash. Right. Okay, yeah, we get it. Yeah. Smash. Where'd she get that from? Fighting bulls, huh? Uh,
1: just, I don't really remember exactly the day it stuck, but it it's like been like that since day one. Yeah. So, a long, long time ago.
0: When did y'all start going together?
1: Man she was always too good for me in high school and then you knew her in high school oh yeah went to the same school for a little bit while I went to school but you liked her and then well yeah I mean
0: but she was too good for me you were already fighting bulls
1: and then the tables
0: turned was she (laughs) above like the roughy life is that what it was
1: I always give her crap. I'm like, you, you, you wouldn't have nothing to do with me until I made the finals, which is totally a lie. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I always go back to that, referring to that. But, no, we were, uh, we definitely went to, to high school together and, and met her from there. And the rest is history.
0: Yeah. Nice. What year did you make your first finals? 2013. 13. I was about to say it. I didn't want to sound dumb. And yeah. six years in a row, this, Lord willing, this be seven seven years in a row this will be eight lord will be number eight gotcha that's right and then pbr finals is
1: uh i think it'll be seven if i get to make a trip this year
0: nice so so right after your first nfr you went to your first yep
1: yeah, went to went to the the nfr in 13 and then uh Working bunch of rodeos, getting to do some velocity tours and different stuff. Uh, lots and lots of touring pros, just burning up the road, trying to just eat whatever I could eat and, and survive on spaghettios. Dude, you
0: gotta take that call. Put on speaker. Let's uh, yeah. talk to him. Yo, dog. out. <laughs> 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 Dude, you gotta, you gotta be kind of, uh, G-rated, G-rated, I guess. Yeah, politically g correct. G- I got you on the podcast. Oh, do we? Rostocki, this is Rostocki is Dale Brisby. What you know? Good. Man, work, work, work. Not all of us can ride bulls and punch fools and just get by with the day. Dude, you used to ride bulls and punch fools with the best of them. What you, what you talking about? Some of that money. Do what? So. What'd you say about that I said, money? I used to ride bulls and luck I said luckily I put back some of that money and I just didn't blow it like a lot of us do. What? what <laughs> what was the first year you made made the finals? <laughs> the one year he made the finals? Sixteen. Two thousand sixteen. Yeah. You remember them them Hill College Rodeo days? D B was back there. I remember them college rodeos with Rustaki J. Dude, them, thems were the days. We didn't really know it till later, though, did we? Oh, man, that's why I married the coach's daughter, just so I can still feel like I'm part of it. I was wondering if you were going to say it, because if you weren't, I was going to. <laughs> yeah, I, Paul Brown didn't want to be part of my life, but I made that happen. Yeah, <laughs> I hope I'm your favorite student, Paul Brown, because I'm about to be your son-in-law. <laughs> Are you still? When's the last time you got on a bull? Man, it had been Waxahachie last year. Last time, he almost so, quit breathing. What was that, April or something? How'd that go? Man, knocked me full T-Rex arms and everything, paralyzed me for a little bit. <laughs> T-Rex arms? What do you mean yeah. paralyzed you for a little bit? How long's a little bit? I don't know what it was, eight, ten minutes? No kidding. Yep, that's when I called her quits. This they is this it the like T-Rex a, arms. It, it pinched my spinal cord. They told me it was like a concussion that once it happens once it can happen again so they said you might nothing happen or you might get paralyzed for life next time you get hit oh last, next time it might be longer than eight minutes Yep. Yeah, so, so you were like back. when you walked away like how much did you have like just peace all over or was it like really hard man neck down i didn't oh you're talking about from bull riding? yeah just like mentally oh man I he mean, was over it Luckily, I'm not an ignorant person. I mean, I'm a hard-headed person, but I'm not an ignorant person. So, you know, it was, it was easy to say I'll walk away instead of maybe leaving the wife and kids with nothing. Right. Or taking care of me forever. But, I mean, heck, every time I see a video of bull riding, <laughs> I think about it and know I can still do it. Yeah, no, I bet that's right. Man, I didn't know that. I feel like a crappy friend because i was been wondering. I was like, why did Rastaki J stop? Now I'm you mad. know. You did you, you know. Did you make like a, a long Facebook post about it or anything? Dude, no, I did it American okay. as could be. I had a crawfish boil and I invited all my family. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> well, now that. I don't feel so bad because I didn't get invited <laughs> to the crawfish boil. Well, it was via mail and it was pre-COVID. okay. So you know, it was all messed up. Yeah, okay, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Cool. Well, I'll let you talk to Cody. I didn't know if you needed to actually talk business. Oh, man. Well, where are you headed, Um, Man, yeah. Well, so, yeah, I mean, you know, the COVID stuff, and I can't find my rigging bag. And um, I'm going to see how much they got added. I, I'm, I can't find my sports news right now, but as soon as I find it, they I'm going to probably They quit Melanos those out, didn't they? Yeah, well, that, they they mine hasn't shown up, so I can't oh. enter nothing if I don't have the sports book. So I'm, I'm going to get it back soon, and uh, maybe me and you can go to one together. How about that? Hey, man, I'm in, I'm in. Every time I go to rock and roll get my clothes, I expect to see you. No, all I see is your face on T-shirts. Yes, you need to get... They got a new line of jeans out, a new style. It's called Vintage 46. And you need to make sure they're... What do ref- they look like? Are they butt huggers? No. Are they capris? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just like... They're old school. They look like they came well, out of the I'm 40s. I'll out next time I go in there. Yeah, ask for the reflex.
1: These Dude, mouth, mouthpiece never shuts the trap like this could go on for three days and you'd still have <laughs> fresh content dude i know hey rustaki
0: oh, rustaki what you doing with the web down there y'all getting some stuff lined out yeah we're, we're uh, talking business we're talking business cody uh we're gonna do some he's gonna do some how-tos on bullfighting we're gonna make some videos so you know do yeah, you know anything yeah have you ever been saved by web or gotten wrecked out because he didn't save you both, <laughs> he's gone silent. All right, well you guys get back no no comment, no, get that, that right there. Let you no know what was. <laughs> hey, real quick, um, um, I've always talked told people that you were one of the guys that remembers like every bull ride ever. So, maybe do you remember the name of the, the last bull you got on last spring? Can you hear me? He gone. He gone. Out of here. Uh, Rastaki J is one of those people, though, isn't he? He
1: is. Like he's a. He's he's actually the PRCA Bull Riding Director now. Yeah. So he's uh has a lot to do with what bulls go to the NFR, what bulls are selected to go to the Extreme Bulls Finals, uh, some of the really premier rodeos, Ellensburg, uh, Reno, Nevada. So he he has a lot to do with the bulls that get set for them pens. And he is, dude, he's a book of knowledge. I mean, he's a guy that can
0: tell you what bull did what in 2011. Like, yeah. It's crazy. It's crazy, too, that it's his new brother-in-law, or not new, they've been married for a while, is co- uh, Jake Brown. Jake Brown. That's the way Jake is with bareback horses. Don't surprise me. Yeah, Jake is like that. He might be better than Ristocky, maybe.
1: He was in Guthrie last week. He, he put together some really good rides, ended up winning the WCRA. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, good watching
0: yeah so if you ever need to know anything about bears bronx or bulls call jake brown jacobs crawley or cody rustaki they've got you covered that, Guaranteed. yeah if it if it's a horse, ho- ho- horse? worth anything if, a, if it's a horse worth anything them 3 you'll know something about it anyway um what were we talking about before we were rudely interrupted by rustaki j we we're talking about different finals and everything so uh you have been to. Do you feel like the making the the NFR in thirteen played a role in you making the PBR World Finals in fourteen? Like, do you feel like they complement each other, or are they? Too I definitely, different?
1: I definitely think they do for sure. You know, getting to I got my my PRCA permit, which had been two thousand ten, and then full carded uh, from two thousand eleven on, and. Uh, you know i caught some really really lucky breaks getting in with some some contractors that uh you know i grew up kind of around the the dnh cattle uh rock and p uh dealing an hd page so i was at their house weekly uh going through bulls with them weekly and you know down there is the to me is the best bucking bulls in the world so getting to, to be around that caliber of stock uh, at such an early age and then right into the freestyle game, getting to go to all Rex duns, bullfights, you know, being 15, 16 years old, uh, the tempo, the level of them bulls are the best in the world, in my opinion, till this day. And so there's a lot that went into that, but getting to, to be around that kind of caliber of livestock day in and day out really, I uh, feel like really took me to another level, not only uh, physically in the arena, but mentally as well, you know, and then. Uh, like I said, getting in with Powder River Rodeo and DNH Cattle, uh, going going to all them rodeos all summer of 2012, uh, kind of had an idea that maybe the NFR was was in my my card, you know, and then it didn't didn't happen, so it it lit my fire, and I really wanted to to go out in 13 and and really go burn up the road, go show them what I could do, and sure enough. Work all all at thirteen, and in October, end up getting called to make the short list for the the first round of voting, which is uh the top twenty bull riders. When they when they make the cut, that's who get to vote on who gets to go to the the NFR for the bullfighting. So with that coming in and all that going on, making the short list, I thought real there there might be a chance. There really is a chance here, you know. We made the, the top five, and then a week later I get a call and and was actually selected to get to go in thirteen and. Uh, it's been it's been just a blur since then, and I definitely think that making that first trip to the NFR, on top of doing all the touring pros, all the velocity event levels, everything that was going on with the PBR side of things, uh, definitely spurred me up to to get to go to the PBR World Finals in
0: 2014. Yeah, man, that's a lot of how many we how many perfs. What. Over the last seven years, eight years, how What what's the most amount of perfs you've worked in a year? You think?
1: I've been I've been clocking like I think uh, maybe three years ago or two years ago. I think I did like 184 performances. Dang! So it's fighting bulls every other day of the year.
0: What's the most performances a contestant would have gone to? I know it's over a hundred.
1: Yeah, I think and I think a a count, maybe
0: like i want to say sterling went to like 120 perfs one year 117 or something which i i would see that being and that pretty, was like the top easy three to do. or four that year in yeah. the Bronx riding
1: right no i think that's totally yeah possible to do
0: and that's and you're so and and that's when he when they go to those perfs they might if they got on a re-ride that would you know or there was a short go you know, but a short go would be considered a perf, so like that would be in the count. If you got on a re ride, you know, however many times that would be added to it. But you, th- so that's one, possibly two head per performance for a contestant. But for bullfighters, like, what's the most you think you've fought in a perf? Like twenty head of bulls?
1: Yeah, like a normal, like a really good premier rodeo, like so. You know, Reno, Nevada. We're gonna buck probably twenty, twenty-five. Uh, Cheyenne, the first couple years that I got to go there, we were doing like twenty and twenty-five a section. So. Somewhere between 40 and 50 bulls a yeah. day. Uh, but most rodeos, I mean, I'm going to say between the 15, 15, 18 mark, you know.
0: And then bull riding's, it's obviously. 50 head a night yeah, or so. Yeah, 50 head a nine, yep. yeah. And there's three of y'all. And then you just rotate, like, latch, gate, outside, just keep.
1: Just keep keep rotating for Four of y'all, right? Uh, three. 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 Yep. Okay. Three guys rotate clockwise. and uh, Is it
0: the finals that has four?
1: Yeah, the world finals has got four guys. Gotcha. And that's just, I think, on a, the amount of how many bulls there is, how many, you know, it, it's it's a five-day finals, but you're going to have 50 bulls a day. Uh, short round Sunday, you're going to be looking at upwards of 70 bulls in a perf.
0: I feel like with if, like, one of those four people didn't know what they were doing, that would be a wreck. With four guys.
1: There's chemistry involved, and especially with four guys, because no matter how disciplined a guy is, no matter where you're at on your thoughts or whatever's going on, when a wreck happens, it is like a magnetic force that just drags you in, and it is hard to stay out of the way. And, uh, you know, within the last couple years getting, you know, we've had some spur hangups. We've had some different things go on. They got really out of hand, and uh, to have four guys be able to step in there and work together, and not be tripping over each other, or running into each other, uh, that's the chemistry.
0: What percentage of the time do you think y'all are able to stay out of each other's way, but still work it effectively? Like, is it like 90 percent, or is it like? I'd say definitely
1: 90, 90, 95 percent. You really? know, you can yeah. stay out of the stay out of each other's way, but the four of us that that has been working, uh, Frank, Jesse, Shorty, myself, uh, it's it's really there's there's a chemistry there that it's hard to
0: do you like three at the nfr
1: i do i like i like three three guys is is kind of my max i, I like to be three or less just yeah. three but three guys can like work together
0: three more than two
1: man i there's there's places like you know if, if we're saying at the finals uh, i definitely like to have three guys there just on account that it cuts down on the the beatings, the the bruises, you're at a 10-day finals, you're you're going to get run over. You're going to get sorted up. There's no way around that. Yeah. So for, for 10 days, if you can have a third guy there that can take some heat off of you, uh, you know, when there's just two of you, uh, you know, we can definitely step in, take care of business, and definitely stay healthy. But the bumps, the bruises add up and equal up a whole lot more than when there's a third guy there because there's just never an angle that's uncovered. Right. Know? so
0: yeah i always i mean obviously you know you gotta but you got
1: the old timers you know
0: boy back in my day we we didn't have to have three well
1: well we get it stay on the couch
0: yeah there's a lot (laughs) different now than back in your day it's a lot different day a lot different time not that anybody back then wasn't tough nobody ever said that
1: no no one has ever said anything about the old guys and that's what blows me away is like the chips that they have on their shoulders but i don't know i'm thankful for it because i want to grow up and and not be one of them guys do you
0: think maybe it's because that like they were the big dog and then it's now there's a whole bunch of people that that weren't there or don't remember or don't care and they've stopped getting the praise that they once had i'm sure that's hard you know what i mean mean, Yeah, yeah i think
1: it's tough i do i think i think there's a lot that you know and and the more that the older i get the more things that are going on uh 2020 for instance i mean you know you go from running and gunning like my body don't even know how to react right now like i'm i'm sore in places that i never thought i'd be sore just from not going yeah hardcore every single day for you know right now we'd be in headed to ellensburg i think or somewhere in there and you know it, it's it's like we'd already be a hundred and 30 perfs down right now and right now i'm probably looking at maybe 65 perfs right now. so like my body don't even know how to react right now much less my mind and uh you know i i definitely get it i see i see where guys struggle and, and have a hard time handing down the torch yeah to, so Transitioning to say out of it but man that, that's what's so cool about the bull schools and, and getting to be around the the young generation coming up and the kids that are essentially going to be doing what i'm doing right now in the next you know 10 15 20 years so getting to to hand that back getting to to show some guys shortcuts that might have took me a hard spill and a, a sore leg and a broke bone that i can show these guys that essentially could keep them healthier you know that's, how many schools do you think that's you've done total, total. It's both uh schools. so this year we've we've done uh, the month of may we did uh four bull schools so basically every almost every day of the month we did a bull school and which was way too much but <laughs> for who COVID you hitting, or for smashly just all of us you know it was uh by the end of it i could definitely tell that frank and i was uh getting down to the short wick of our our you know fuse and
0: frank, frank helped you in all yeah, of them
1: yeah frank he lives right there just six miles from us so we yeah we kind of teamed up and did my three camps all together and then frank's camp was the last weekend and we teamed up and did it and and it, it was it was really really great getting to have that many students around getting to to really pour into what we do as far as coaching and uh so you know i definitely learned it seems like every time we do a camp i learn a little different way to explain something and a little bit different way to do something that really hits home with these kids and uh man i just the Bull School is my favorite thing to do.
0: How many students per school?
1: Uh, so, like, there for years we were doing uh, – So like, I, I've been helping Frank with his school since, like, 05, 0, 04, 05. And then – so, like, we always had big camps. They were always with Bull Riding Schools, the, the Mike Lee Bull Riding School or down at Lane Frost's Arena. And we would have, like, 10 students, 12 students, 14 students – which wasn't that big of a deal when we were in conjunction with the bull riding school. And then fast forward, I get my our, our place there at the ranch. Uh, get the arena set up and everything going on and uh, did some camps with J.W. Harris. And the last one we done, we had, I think, about 50 or 55 bull riding students. And then I had Dang. 14 bull, bull students. So it was Dang. ridiculously long days. I mean, we would buck stock until we were blue in the face, teach bullfighting until you just fall down because you're so tired of running <laughs> dummy and yeah. trying to do everything you can on top of live cattle. And man, it just uh, it was really, really strenuous. It takes a lot, a lot of stock, it takes a lot, a lot of people to make this thing go. Yeah. Well, I end up building a the bunkhouse there. It'll sleep six people. And uh, it's a lot like the studio here. And then I cut it down. I up my money, which, you know, costs a little bit more. But you're getting – I take five students for the, the bull schools now. That's all I want to take. I don't care to take more than five at a time. Yeah. It's really, really hands-on. We can really sit down, break things down, uh, sit around the campfire, talk business, talk life in general. And then, you know, it doesn't take 100 head of stock to get through a school. Yeah. But
0: five is a good number because it's also enough guys where, like, they can help each other. Help each other. The atmosphere is there. Because if it's, like, two, I mean, you don't have enough. Like, somebody might get hurt. You can't, you know, somebody's going to jump in there. They're going to be too tired because they can't just fight all day. Five seems like a – It's the perfect number. Yeah. It
1: really is. And and there's always – it doesn't matter if you take five students, generally you're going to have two standouts, a third guy that's kind of getting it. The other two just are having a rough go you do 10 if you're gonna the numbers are the same if you're doing five or you're doing 20 uh, generally there's about two or three guys out of the five that is really really handy that's really there to get better and then you've got two guys that are uh, not just showing up but just having a rough go at it you know yeah so it's always it's good to have their, it's just not their deal have
0: the levels yeah I was know? gonna
1: ask you what are the caliber of guys that cut like as far as like experience man Usually. like so as far as the the Selection process, I guess you'd say. You have to go to my website, mm-hmm. submit your application through the website, which then shoots me an email that has all your info and everything on it. And when I'm getting ready to do a camp, I will go through and, okay, well, here's Dell Brisby, here's Donnie Daytona. Uh, Dell's been fighting three years. Donnie's no experience. So if I'm going to do a camp of five guys, I don't want to have a, a star stud over here. And then have four guys that's never fought bulls because you're you're having to spend so much time to go back and forth between yeah. levels, you know, so to uh-huh. say. So I like to group my guys. I like to take I like to take five guys that has no experience or maybe a year fighting, mm-hmm. and then I want to take five guys that's been fighting two or three years, and then maybe take five guys yeah. that's that's seasoned that is just needing to tune up or trying to fix a an issue that they've got going, you know, bad habits. And, and with then that,
0: occasionally there's probably an exception yeah
1: yeah you're always gonna so like you know prime example uh there's a kid that showed up from nebraska this year i was in the first bull school and that was all my beginners he'd never fought bulls been around a little bit of cattle but not anything rodeo type rodeo savvy anything like that he was a baseball player out of nebraska and he shows up and this is a i mean looks like a full-on baseball player at college you know he's muscled out he's you can tell he's tough. You can tell he's he's like, ready for the beat. Like
0: like me or like less? Uh,
1: maybe 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 more. Maybe <laughs> we'll oh go there. Also oh, oh, really muscular. Probably out. more. Muscle really up. really yeah. wow. Looks like an athlete. Wow. wow wow
0: wow. This guy must have been stout. Okay, he, he was continue. stacked. Continue.
1: And like he being a guy that had never been in the in the arena, a guy that's never doesn't know what fear is, a guy that is doesn't have any bad habits. You know, you'd be shocked that you can take a guy that's been fighting bulls multiple years and take a guy that's never even seen a a fighting bull and and do a camp with the two and see how much progress this guy that's never done it because the fear ain't there. He ain't been hooked. He doesn't know how bad he can get hooked. He doesn't know the the dangers of the sport, you know. And bad habits are so, so terrible. I mean, like, if a guy's going to fight bulls, I highly recommend – to find a good school right away and learn right the first time because yeah. there's so many variables and on top of that uh having our own stock having our own cows our own bulls everything that goes into this this process of making a successful camp is matching little johnny over here with betsy yes dale over here with this cow or yes. this bull you know 100 that's where the the chemistry i really think makes my camps be so successful as a You fact can't that overmatch
0: somebody their first week. You can't.
1: You yeah. can't. And definitely not on day one. In any in not any even day two Rough stock event. And that's that's I think where everybody is so wrong these days is is you can't you can't take a, a calf rider and just stick him on these buck and bread calves and expect him to go on to be to do this for a career,
0: you know. I think and and somebody like schools, like I hate it when Guys will just bring in just colts or just two year old bulls, like they think. Well, like they're beginner riders and beginner buckers, but they don't like they, they don't, don't match equivalent up. Yeah, they don't match up. Like because and occasionally they do. It's just like, but, like taking
1: an intern and putting him on a colt and expecting him to go. Right.
0: Yeah. Don't worry. Ride.
1: You know, ride yeah. the ranch all day, drag calves to the fire. Right. You can't do it. Right. That he's got to learn the steps. He's got that's to the have. Same way
0: in rustock. An old campaigner that's been down the road that's done. That Matt and, Merritt can ride It's yes. not going to literally cut all his fingers
1: off when he tries to dally with two hands in yes. the steer pin. Mm-hmm. So seen it
0: happen. Speaking of rank stock and rank bull riders, you've got to rank the top five bull riders. Who is your second through fifth? I know who number one is. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be Del Brisby. That'd be <laughs> but, second, third, fourth, fifth. Man, I... Uh, there you go. I've, I've got to
1: see some really really awesome bull riders coming. and, if, and go. Ties,
0: if you have a tie in there that's fine too
1: but i definitely uh i mean sage kimsey is a guy that you cannot uh you can't overlook i mean he's he's doing things he's doing setting records i mean this is a guy that has been on six world titles in a role you know unheard of to be the best for six years in a row. Um uh, Getting to be in the PBR and and, and travel and get to do the stuff that I'm getting to do now, uh, Jose Vitor Lemmy, he's he's a freaking nature. This really? guy is 94 points this weekend. Rode Chisel to DNH Cattle. Dang. It was it was quite the thing to witness from ground level, being just feet away. Did it feel like a 94? Oh, it was it was all. I mean, they could, he could have been 95 and 96, and I don't think anybody would would complain. I mean, this bull was jumping plumb up over my head extending kicking yeah your front kick. row and you i mean, the closest person to it like you, from when you can look row. under bull and see your partner on the other side that joker's getting in there and he's bucking and yeah. uh he rode him away from his hand just as if it was a day off so getting to see him do some of the stuff that he does uh is remarkable i mean it's almost like you're you're in a real life video game like it, it shouldn't be happening and
0: he's from he's originally from kansas brazil I'm just kidding. Brazil. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brazil. There's a lot of Brazilians that are some great riders.
1: Yeah, no, I know that. So I, I've got Sage. i got Jose. Uh, you know, getting to see J.W. Harris for from when I first come on the scene until up to, you know, he's, he's still cracking latches right now. Uh, definitely have to go with uh, – and he got me on the spot. I mean there's
0: Yeah, don't worry. They're probably not going are probably Roscoe to... Jarbo right now is riding Dale Brisby's it. Oh. lights out. Dale Brisby is not entered since <laughs> Well, I'm what I was saying was they'll probably not listen to Dale Brisby's podcast. So oh. you're not in trouble if yeah, you got you, if, if you got pick, you. you know <laughs> I doubt that.
1: But there there's a bunch of PRCA hands right now that are that showed up in Vegas for the, the, the PBR's team challenge. That, really? I mean, yeah, Stetson. Some ranked bulls. Stetson Wright. Boudreaux. Roscoe Jarbo, Jarboe. Boudreaux. Yeah. I mean, the list goes on. Brady Portnere, uh Ruger Piva. I mean, there's some really, really handy guys. Stetson Lawrence. Uh, Ezekiel Mitchell. There's there's guys all over It's I mean, it's like we kind of hit a dry spell for a little bit. Like, there wasn't a lot of talent coming up. There wasn't uh, – you know a bunch of new faces and then it seems like all of a sudden we've hit we've hit a little wave of new guys and like something that i've got to point out is uh i think two weeks ago we went to guthrie friday night for the pbr saturday afternoon for the pbr saturday night for the wcra um, stampede and then sunday i go to edmond oklahoma for the luke casey morris benefit this is a young kid that's talented i mean rides lights out uh had a real bad wreck at the high school finals in guthrie uh, a month or two months ago and has had a pretty rough go getting back from this injury and uh so we ended up organizing this benefit bull riding for lucasey there at edmond and like i'm organizing the bullfighters for it and so i've got two guys that i I really really trust that i want to work with and myself i want to go work it as well And uh, Kenny Fiddler showed up, had a concert after it. Huge crowd, lots and lots of bull riders. I mean, we had 50, 55 head in the the open bull riding. But 9 a.m. is when the junior bull riding starts. Calf riding, steer riding, junior bulls, 18 and under bulls. Dang. And so I'm thinking, shoot, we'll get there. We'll buck a handful of calves, handful of steers. And like anywhere else that you go around the world right now, there's 500 timed de- eventers and there's one bareback rider two right. brown riders and maybe three bull riders yeah so i was expecting not to to get into a big yeah. whirlwind you're, of, you're done by lunch yeah, yeah. i was definitely think, i thought we'd start at nine and be done by 10 30 11 right you know boy was i wrong <laughs> i'm talking kids come out the woodworks and there, there, are some kids that are coming up the pike that can freaking ride. Really. And it is, it was, it was so cool for me to get to step back and go to this event, and and get to to go see all these young up and comers. You know, I mean, they're we're sitting there in a calf riding, and and you know, this little calf steps out there and freaking cranks it back right in the gate, and this little kid rides the snot out of this calf. Dang. Roll into the steer riding, and there's a there's a he's. I followed him on Instagram now because he was, he just made such (laughs) an impression on me. But I mean, he's sitting on the back of his chutes and he's got that helmet rolled up. And I mean, he's just, he's gritted out. He's got freckles all over his face. He's redheaded. And he's just, I mean, he, his legs just throttle, and He's ready to ride. Yeah. And I'm, I kind of walk by and it catches my eye and I'm like, man, this, this cat might be for real. We better watch this, you know? Yeah. And they said, all right, you're, you're up brother. It's your time to go. And, I mean, this little, he crawls right off in there and gets it hot, runs that hand in there, takes him a wrap, slides up and nods, and this this steer cranks it right in the door, up and down, round and round. Dang. And, I mean, this little kid's matching him, <clears throat> jump for jump, steps out of it, goes the other direction. He meets the kick. I mean, rank ride. Whistle blows off. He gets bucked down, and this big old steer steps on him, right on the back of the leg, and, like I could hear him just squirming, you know. Well, he's so little. I run up and I grab him one-handed, and just set him up on the back of the chutes, and he's squirming, but he ain't crying. Uh, but yeah. I mean, he's just—he's—he's he's that pissed yeah. that the steer just stepped on him. <laughs> Ends up winning the winning the the deal. So the top two of every organ, uh, top two of each age group come back during the bull riding for the championship round. So we're sitting out there during the benefit. Uh, auction you know the sale and here comes these two little kids and i mean they got black wranglers you know starched and the the kid i'm talking about is his zipper's blown open and me and cody gerritson are sitting there talking bronc rider and and uh he goes man that uh you better be careful your your bulls and get on the loose he said i'll go i'll go chase him later you know <laughs> turns around he's got an iphone in his back pocket well he's so little that this iphone goes clear up his back yeah i mean he's tiny yeah it is unreal so he's
0: he just walks up he's got his did he know what you were talking about with a zipper oh yeah he he, okay. he nailed yeah, gerson yeah, yeah. on he said yeah. i'll
1: just go chase him later don't worry yeah. about it you yeah. know Let me so we own laugh stock. yeah
0: tim stock <laughs> we
1: laugh dude i mean we carry on well there's two of them there and he's he's asking all oh, where you know web what what do you think about this and boy's got that big phone out and he's a rolling through it and i'm like man, that's a good ride, you know, and I mean, legit buckers. Yeah. Turn back, spin, jump, kick, this kid rides all of them. And he's like, yeah, look at this, you know, and I'm like, that's cool, dude, you know. Well, Next thing I know, he's got a video, and all you can see is this white Charley bull bucking and a little bitty stick image on top of this bull <laughs> bucking. And I was like, dude, are y'all bucking at midnight? Or like, is that, all you could see was like, you could see the glare off the bull's eye like you do like when you're out spotlighting or whatever. And I'm like, it must be midnight what are y'all doing you know and he said web the only thing i need to see is that white hide underneath me that's it i don't need no lights and i'm like i like this kid you yeah. know so pretty soon the other little poncho that's with him i mean he's he's sitting there taking it all in and he goes hey web i've never met these kids but they know a web you know yeah yeah, yeah. hey web uh man i, I drew that uh that red What'd bald you know face about him? <laughs> i drew that red bald face and the calf riding and uh he's mean you know can you turn him back and i was like well, <laughs> yeah i mean what what do you want me to do you know and he's like well i, I need him to spin i want to win this i want to win the buckle
0: oh, turn my turn my calf back <laughs> turn him back oh my gosh
1: so i'm like well what, what? which way you want me to turn him back and he's like well man uh
0: you know like it it'd be like
1: like that away you know uh, i was like so into your hand, <laughs> that'd be into your hand, right? And he's like, "Yeah, this this way." And I said, "Well, that <laughs> that'd be your right, but that'd be my left." And he's like, "No, no, this way." And I said, like, "Yeah, <laughs> to the right, but I'm gonna be facing you, so I want I want you want you want me to go left, right?" Uh-huh. And he's like, "Uh, uh, just." this way this way will work you know so i'm like i got it i got God, you. that's funny so sure enough we roll into the the calf riding and here he is so i line up out there i'm going to turn this calf back and he comes jumping and kicking by me and he doesn't turn back so I, I go blowing up into his right eye to turn him back and i mean when i get up there this sucker cranks it to come get me and the whistle blows as soon as this calf turns back it hangs him up so now i've got to get this little turd untied, you know. <laughs> how big is a calf? Like, how much way. you weigh? I don't know, three, 400 pounds. Okay, like yeah, calf, sure enough. Yeah. Sure enough, a calf and Yeah, a calf yeah, yeah. riding. So this little calf's trying to wipe me out, hook me in a belly and my hips. So I get his head pushed by, and I grab the little kid and pop his hand out, and I roll him over, and I set him down, and it stepped on him or whatever while he's hung up, you know. And I was like, man, I said, like, I missed him that first time, but I got him turned back, you know, like, was that good? He just... <sighs> perfect web <laughs> <laughs> Boy, he, he limps off you know and i'm just, like dude
0: this is unreal just <laughs> professional <laughs> this is unreal
1: you know so a so little bit went. later we're sitting there getting ready to to buck the the steer riding and here comes his, his partner you know the freckled face redhead and he goes uh hey guys guys come here so i mean we there's four of us we walk up there and like, yeah man what's up he's like the steer's mean <laughs> I need y'all, y'all know. I, I need y'all to stay back. Stay
0: back.
1: And I'm like Really? And he's like, Yeah, I'm serious. If if you'll stay back, he'll go maybe two or three and he's gonna spin. I'm gonna ride him. I'm gonna win the buckle. It's good. Just, just stay, just stay out of his I way. Say, okay. Stay <laughs> hey, out of his way. We're getting back, so I mean I we we everybody gets a shoot and he nods and this steer takes one or two and cranks it and he rides the snot out of him. We roll in there, oh pick him up, God. and this steer, sure enough, comes to us. He's mean, He knows what he's talking about. Steps off, Well, in the midst of all this, going down, him telling us to get back, his partner that just got off the calf is standing right here in the arena, and I'm like, what are you doing out here, you know? I'm like, he's just kind of walking around. He's cool, you know? And I'm like, "What are you, what are you doing, you know? And then we get told to stay back and all this, and gate cracks. And, I mean, as soon as that kid slides up to Nod... Well, he pulls that phone out and he's he's a filming it, you know. Yeah. Well this kid gets off this mean steer and wins a deal and it's no longer his feet hit the ground, he took two steps, grabs his phone, puts it in his back pocket, gets his rope, and here we <laughs> go, you know. And like it was the coolest maybe one of the coolest bull riding so stuff got to go So did they put it on you. their Instagram?
0: Oh yeah. Dude, we got to look it I up. I got to follow this we straight gotta, up. <laughs> we got to look it up. We got to put it on. We got to put it on the, the, the podcast. We got to put it on the. He sounds like a G. God, that's he's, funny. He's
1: unreal, man. I mean, it's. I, I, I've never been around a, a group of kids. And then, I mean, we move up into the junior bull riding. We got John Krember, Paulo Krember's son. Uh, Wacey Shala. I mean, some guys that, that kids are, are riding legit. 18 19 20 point bucking bulls into their hand away from their hand i mean look like look like they could step on tour right now and could ride i mean that's yeah. that's how talented these kids are so it's kind of reassuring for me to to be able to see there is a
0: future crop of kids coming up that can ride think, bulls what do you think so i've been telling people for a few years and i've been seeing it that you know, because you do talk to those old timers and they want to talk about like uh, um, how things are different and <clears throat> it's not like it used to be. And Cowboy Way of Life is, is diminishing and dying out. And, um, you know, Chris Ledoux had the song, You Just Can't See Him from the Road. And what I've been saying is over these last several years that what social media is doing is showing everyone those people you can't see from the road. You can't see them. So, like, it's true because you get probably the same messages as I do. How do I get started rodeoing? How do I get started ranching? How do I get started riding? How do I get started? You know, I want to start a cow herd. want to ride bulls, fight bulls. And I'm, I'm so inundated with those messages. Those are the people that are convinced they want to do it. There's a whole nother group of people that are have just become fans of it. That weren't right. before. And so what I'm seeing and what my prediction is that over the next two, three, five years, these 14-, 15-, 16-, 17-year-olds that have now become fans of the sport due to social media will will become actual contestants. And so, like, you're going to see more Cowboys, more rodeo contestants, more fans of the sport because of social media. Well, it's
1: just like, it's just like every – older older guy that you talk to right now they say like the year that eight seconds came out you know lane frost yes. dies they make this great movie and it hits the shelf like they said like bull riding exploded overnight on yes. account of this
0: movie and it's and how many people because of that movie say that lane frost is their favorite bull rider ever <laughs> They've never seen him ride. <laughs> Straight up. And I'm not and I'm Ed, not arguing that he til is. Till this isn't. day I'm not saying the man's Till this the, day the fan base is but, huge. But the point is, is the media not I'm not saying like media as in general, I'm just saying like media as a source has helped promote it. That helped promote Lane Frost. Straight up. Like Lane Frost deserves recognition. Plus some. What I'm saying is that movie Really helped teach some people who would have never known anything about it. Like
1: Thirteen-year-old kids
0: now like that that our, don't,
1: yeah, It would never have. I mean, never they don't. They never, don't even know what Eight Seconds is. Yeah, cause the movie came out when I was. Yeah, I think I was a year old. Right. You know, and now, now, we things has changed. The times have changed. Social media, different things going on. I really see, like you're saying, social media is now bringing it, more fans, young kids.
0: It's our time to do this version of eight seconds yeah straight it's the up 2020 version of eight seconds and so i really feel like kind of like that insurgence we had after eight seconds it's gonna be the same thing that happens
1: it's going on right now
0: dude so many people i mean just like for instance nick he's that works for me out there right now like that dude craves anything cowboy so he came here and was willing to work for free t-shirt shirt ranching And uh, he he only works for free for, you know, they only work for free for a little bit. And then I start paying him. He has to do a little t-shirt ranching. Oh, yeah. But he'll, you know, he does that for four and five hours a day and then he'll go ride. But that dude, like last night he was riding until 8 p.m. I did not ask him to ride that long, but he's just putting miles on each horse. Because I explained to him, like, the more miles you put, the more comfortable you're going to get on a horse. Like, just try to rub that, wear that leather off that tree. You yep. know, it's basically anyway, And that's what it takes. But there's those kids out there that are dying to Dude, get I'm telling you, Edmund, there was,
1: there's a hundred of these kids. Like, we bucked from 9 o'clock until the bull riding started at 1.
0: If there's a hundred of them, I guarantee you 80 of them had some sort of motivation due to social media. Guaranteed. And I'm not saying – And, like, you check out – that's Braxton Bingham is the young kid that I was
1: talking about, yeah, the, the freckle faced kid. And this is a kid that I'm telling you all, you're going to be seeing something because he's already got the grit. He's already got the toughness. He's already riding stuff that he shouldn't even be riding. I mean, stuff that's turning back right in the door, he's
0: matching jump for jump. Braxton what? Bingham. B-I-N-G-H-A-M? Yep. There it is. Braxton Bingham. Follow back done. Okay. It's a private account. We'll check it out. What's the other kid? Oh, I'm talking
1: up. like right there is... is. Oh, you got it pulled up. That calf turning back and bucking with him. I mean...
0: Do you remember the Wi-Fi password? Yeah. It's yeah, I'll wait. I think I do. It's unreal.
1: Capital L. <laughs> Cover it <up>. <laughs> 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 I, well, I know. All, that's all have you to Edit say. this part
0: out. That's all you got to say. I know yeah. the rest of it. But uh, go to your Wi-Fi. I'll, t- I'll hook it up for you. That way, we don't have to wait on uh, Braxton to approve me.
1: He's gonna be like, "They were talking about me on
0: the, yeah. <laughs> the, on the, the old son podcast." podcast. Yeah, Bra- Braxton's our new old son. Mm-hmm. Oh, here it is. Oh, wait, I can just share it. Well, I was hoping. Yeah, you can like sh- you can like Bluetooth Wi-Fi. Dude, technology these days it's amazing. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm convinced now. I'm not saying I think had social media not existed, I've, I'm not saying there would have only been 20 guys there. I'm, I am saying, though, uh, that, because, like, for instance, <clears throat> Paulo Krember's son, he, he was still going to be there. Definitely. You know, like, there's kids like that that they were going to be rodeoing. But still, the amount and
1: number of kids that was there, it was just reassuring. Because I, I know me growing up, like, i done a ton, of ton of kid rodeos, junior rodeos, junior bull ridings, high school rodeos amateur rodeos working my way up the ladder and like it was nothing for us to go to kellyville oklahoma and start bucking bulls at 11 you know calf riding steer riding and all that and not get done until one in the morning like i mean it was an all-day deal and it wasn't like we were messing around that was just there was that many kids you'd buck yeah. steers for two hours you know and and just the the volume the amount of kids that was at them deals and i I was asking around up there, I was like, is there still these junior organizations going on? Because I've been out of the loop for for so long now that I don't really hear about it. But it it was just crazy to me that that I don't hear about these junior deals anymore just on account that, you know, it has gone away a little bit, but I think it's making a comeback. And there are some guys out there that care about it, that are carrying around the right stock, giving these kids a chance to actually ride something. That's not overmatched and way over their head. It and, looks like uh, he
0: rides the crap out of him.
1: He yeah. does. That's that's one I was talking about. Yeah, that's pretty good. Unreal. Yeah. Like it I mean this kid he's just he's talented, man. There's a there's a one that he doesn't need no lights for. That's funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Uh, straight up, Braxton Gosh, Bingham. Dang. Check him out on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Web. He's talented, dude. Web, I don't need no lights. I just need to see that white hide that underneath. white hide underneath mm-hmm. me. Unreal. Golly. But it was cool. It was the it was the the Luke Casey Morris benefit was the probably the highlight that I've had in, since twenty twenty started. It was cool. Yeah.
0: Dang. Hmm. Dale, yeah. He's well, ranked. What uh... a... <laughs> Have you thought of any or told any recent rodeo stories? Anything worthy? Nothing crazy. I mean, it's just been such a
1: crazy year.
0: Speaking of crazy, have you seen uh, Donnie's bullfight? Yeah, we talked about this, I think.
1: Yeah, we did. We did chat about this.
0: Did we talk about it on a podcast? No. I think you called him one time. Yeah, you called. It was the the Charley bull. Yeah. Yeah. Carl Wayne. Carl Wayne.
1: Sorry, Casey Donahue's Carl Wayne. Tell tell us about your uh, smoked
0: him down. Tell us about your uh, bullfighting experience, Donnie. I had to touch him. Two hundred fifty dollars are on the line. Two hundred fifty bucks for that? That's what I said. But I to <laughs> come to the beach a little more often. Dude, these little midget legs ran out there like as fast. As he we didn't. Ex- <laughs> he didn't expect me to go to him. I don't think. It made that noise when he went out there. <laughs> 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 Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> out of here. Yeah no i didn't expect you to go to him not that fast not that that aggressive you just always acted like it was like well you didn't act like anything well i knew he wasn't gonna kill me yeah <laughs> like, a muley six weight <laughs> like, it's 250 dollars little did yeah. he know yeah <laughs> we're gonna have to do that like when we start filming next month we're gonna have to bring him out or maybe we could have Webb bring something i think i'll just bring you something dude for who me yeah etsy what if the stakes got raised oh man we'll see what the stock is and what the money is but something like a ubf not like a stag yeah maybe maybe i don't know dude like
1: i don't know what's going on if it's the the intern trenton just he's so dialed in on his feeding or what he's doing but like the cows at the house right now are massive <laughs> and i'm talking like these these girls are big enough now to really hook somebody like they're they're beefed up they're bulked up and they're strong is
0: trenton the same one that's been there
1: yep big t old t dang, money dang you long time. a lick yeah dude it's uh the first uh, september is gonna be a year Yep. man unreal
0: that is, dude. And such I, a
1: such a cool cool cat. I mean, he's uh.
0: I think I've been through six of them to get one to stay as long as Donnie has. And even that's a charity case. That's a charity.
1: <laughs> no, I Trenton. It's <laughs> been
0: dude. It's been a game changer having an intern and and
1: and being able to. What I like so much about it is like him coming into the deal. Like he he. Let's just start from this top. Trenton Ross shows up at my bull school three years ago. This is a cat that drives all the way from Wyoming, uh, puts down his last dollar to be in the bull school, and he is big, like fat, fat, large. And How like, much? Like what he weigh? Dude, I'm I don't know, like two hundred.
0: How tall was he?
1: And he's a little bit shorter than I am. Gotcha. Five seven. So probably, way taller five, than eight. Donnie, still. No, probably. I don't know. They might be about the same height. Wow, two hundred pounds, <laughs> not five seven. Wow. <laughs> but like he, for he those was, of you listening,
0: Donnie is extremely short.
1: He was, he was big, and like he could not even make it through the warm-up, much less the workout. Not even to begin to think about fighting the dummy, fighting live cattle. I mean, we, we wiped him out, dude. I felt I was to the point where I was like. I was scared for the kid. And you, you don't know?
0: and you don't normally have any emotions towards not people. much. But like the
1: the thumpings this kid was taking and just like he couldn't even like we get through the workout and everything that to me or to Nathan or you know, the rest of the students, like really wasn't that hard of a workout but like his legs were jello. So all that starting in the morning leads right into the bull school. And like we wiped him out, dude. By day three he could hardly walk. I mean sore up, hurting. And he's like, man, I, you know, Webb, what do you, what do you think? And, uh, I said, Trenton, I'll just be honest with you. Like if you're going to do this for a living or even have a chance at doing this for a career, you're going to have to go home. You're going to have to get dedicated. You're going to have to lose weight. You're going to have to get in shape. Everything that it takes to be a bullfighter, even to, to be a contender. And he left, I didn't hear from him and just went home, got dedicated, got serious, got on a diet, got in the gym and shed the pounds dude i mean like trimmed way down i mean he's 100 and i don't know 60 160 pounds now 150 pounds now and he was like at a really good weight a good size good you know he was he was perfect shape for bullfighting breaks his jaw dang goes on a liquid diet because his mouse wired shut loses a lot of extra weight that he didn't need to lose. So Dang. now we've been having to build him back up. We've been trying to get him to eat more. We've been working out a lot more, putting on muscle, and he's he's back to looking really really good now and man his bullfighting's really come around. It, it, he's not only that, but I mean just as far as when the kid showed up, he couldn't even he couldn't even begin to sort stock. He not yeah. even begin to to Re-cattle, do the things that he's doing now, and, like, shoot the other morning, we're getting ready to head to Sykeston, and we, we sort all the fighting bulls and, and get the trailer loaded. We're out there before daylight. It is a thunderstorm. I mean, rain, rain, rain. Barely gets daylight enough that we could pin bulls. We get everything pinned, get in the back pins and start sorting. And, I mean, it's like he's been doing it for his life now. You know, like, he, he's picked up so, so much. and such, Yeah. Like I told him, it's been a year, dude. I said, look, I mean, regardless of however long you want to stay, I said, like, you keep applying yourself. You keep doing what you're doing. Forget the bullfighting part. You're going to be able to ride a horse. Yeah. You can leave here. You can go to a ranch. 100%. You, can, you could go somewhere. And, I mean, like, dude, he runs everything for me now. Yeah. You know, he's he's still, I call him the intern, but, like, he's he's hired on. He, yeah. He's making a living. And, and this is a kid that, like I told him, I said, you know, if your bullfighting never goes anywhere further than what you've got to already do, like dude you're gonna be able to go do something you're gonna yeah. be able to, to go to a ranch and say hey i I can feed cattle i can sword i can doctor i can do whatever i need to do and, it, and it's all from showing up and and putting in effort <laughs> it ain't all been just rainbows and glory days i mean like right. the first or second third day he was there we me and frank we go over to to an outfit just a couple miles down the road and we got a rope and tie down three uh big old yearlings, and he right you know we, we're, we got stuff roped and tied down, waiting on him to get there, and I'm sitting on the heels. Frank's got him head, and we got him laid down. And, and I'm like, Trenton, you know, get off, you know. Wh- what do you mean? Like,
0: <laughs> get
1: your bunky yeah. bunk off. You know, and yeah. I mean, here comes a Frank butt chewing and butt-chewing. No kidding. But, you know, it, that's what it takes. You know, if you're going to be around us, you better have thick hide, and you better be able Travel to take a butt-chewing. Uh, kid's handy now, man. It's yeah. It's been really cool to watch.
0: Yeah. Well, and in that situation, you want to see some. They don't have to know what to do. You want to see them trying.
1: Straight up. You want to see effort. aggressive. That's it. Like, you want to see effort.
0: Like you can't be on your heels. You, you cannot be, be jacking around. Yeah. Yeah. It's not about whether or not someone knows how to tie down a yearling. You're not going to get griped out if you don't know how to tie down a yearling. No, but if, if you we're sit there and do nothing, we're
1: sitting there for for a guy that has hired us to come do a job, yeah. and we've got a thousand or twelve hundred dollar calf laying on the ground there yeah. that, that needs to be tied, tied down, down That needs to get loaded yeah. in the trailer there ain't no time for errors right you know exactly. it's time to get your job done yeah. same in the arena we can't be jacking around if a guy's in a bad spot
0: be aggressive put right. the effort in there yeah that's what i told nick it was day one i was and uh and he responded so like this ain't in his dna no more but i was like like he was literally just walking too slow like that's it i was like and, and I've, I've had people work for me that do little things like that too slow. Like this one guy a long time ago, he blinked too slow. And I, I should have picked up on it, but I was like, dude, this dude doesn't do anything fast. None. He doesn't even blink fast. Like usually like that's something you use to describe how fast something is, the blink of an eye. Like this joker doesn't even do that fast. Anyways, but I told Nick, I was like, you got to pick it up. I like got to I get got it moving, boy. It's a, guy that, it's a guy. good, good friend of mine, uh, Cole Hatfield, and he's got his own speed. I don't know how he goes so fast. He'll saddle a horse in, like, 14 seconds. I don't know how Flat. he does it. Yeah. This joker, if he wakes up at 520, he's got a horse saddled in the trailer. It might be 523. I don't know how he does it. Like <laughs> he, he takes a shower, eats his breakfast, gets dressed, saddles his horse in three minutes. I was like, you don't have to go Cole Hatfield fast, but you got to – you gotta get moving. Something. Yeah. And, uh, dude, you watch that Joker. Like he won't even know I'm watching him. And I'll look out the window, and he'll be walking, walking across the pat, the 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 lot. I'm talking getting it, moving. Oh, moving. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, but, cause their number one job. I tell him, I was like, this is your your number one job. If you don't do this, I will ask you to leave. If you mess it up, everything mm-hmm. has to have water. That's number one. Like everything else is second. You can learn how to do whatever. You can feed. You can. But if I come out there and something is there's a water tank dry, you got good. You you got maybe one more chance. Trenton Trenton
1: has an issue of leaving the water on.
0: Yeah, and now that's bad. And that's bad because it
1: runs up the water bill. Right. But I would much rather have a, a puddle there than yeah. a, a horse or a cow and not have a drink. Yeah. You know, I've heard of
0: them dying from it, and it ain't pretty. It like ain't It messes pretty. Up, up their brain, and then they go to, like, acting like it's, like, bad. Breaks my heart to even think about it. Yeah. Anyway, ain't good. Because I'll leave for a day or two, you know, and, and i got to go film here or there or go, you know, spur a big brain or bull. Um, mm. And so that's something they got to take care of. But anyway, yeah. What about your bullfighting? Did, I'll fight one. Did you bring one?
1: I can go get one. Did you bring one? No, not today. Oh,
0: dang it. See, I was going to fight one. See? I was
1: about to fight one. <laughs> the last time I brought one to the beaches, we uh, we kind of about got you down.
0: More up than down. I know how to stay on my toes. You know, if they're going to hook you, try. You're
1: to... just lucky that I happen to be in the right place at the right time to pick him off of you. Cause... Oh, I was letting him. Dude, you... Dude I let don't that. Don't even. I let that. Bull. Don't even. We'll break out the footage. I don't want to hear what it. What was that
0: bull's number?
1: Or name or whatever. It was a Red Bull. Eighty six, Rodeo Red. Rodeo Red. He's made two bring appearances at the San Antonio bring him back. Show and Rodeo.
0: Is he where's he at now? He's at the house. Yeah. Waiting bring him on back. You. Bring him. I'll fight him. Alright. How much you got added though? <laughs> How much you got added though? <laughs> How much is in your pocket? Probably not enough. Guaranteed. Probably not enough. My bullfighting days are over. Old son. There was never enough added at them bullfights. Never has been. No. <laughs>
1: Never has been.
0: <laughs> I've been hooked enough. I've I've witnessed it. I, yes. I know. I know. You weren't it's
1: there. Fun. I I've. We're not we're breaking that one. We're not going to the old school, pre uh, <coughs> rodeo days. But just know You've that I've seen some it. of it. I've witnessed yes. it. I know. Olson.
0: There's a level. I wasn't on your level. I'm not afraid to admit it. What are you doing? I'm, my back, dude. My back is sore. I don't know why. You're making me nervous. I'm probably sore because I'm thinking about getting hooked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> flashbacks. I'm having flashbacks. Anyway, on to the next one. We 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 end every podcast with uh, life advice. What do you got for us? It can be funny. It can be serious. It can be both. Dude. Like actual advice that's funny.
1: I might be a little short on the funny side of things. Just take every day taking advantage of what you do. I mean, regardless if you're sitting in an office, if you're trying to learn to break a colt, trying to fight a bull, trying to ride a bull, even if there's not enough added money. Give everything you got, man. It's it's effort. Uh, And it's something that it seems like the older I get, the more and more you see people going and doing stuff. There's just not any effort. Give everything you got. Don't be a loser.
0: Yeah. What you got, Donnie? Lots a garden. Dig it. Make it work for you. I got, uh, I was talking to a girl, had a kid, and uh, she was in Walmart. The guy started following her around. Followed her out to the parking lot. Oh. Followed her driving. I was like, did you get his license plate? She was like, no. I was like, pay attention it don't cost you a dime and i was thinking about it it's free and and uh i mean she's a mom she was trying to get away you know like i get it she did get away but like and i'm not saying just so i can get his address and go to his house and whip his ass for you know following her around and making her think she was he was going to steal her children which but it's a real deal but like I've been thinking about that with all that's going on and everything. Just, it is so free. My old man used to do that. He would, like, sit the way he would sit and watch in a restaurant or, like. Pay attention. He would just have a recent vehicle's uh, license plate number memorized because something was super sketchy, you know, and they, they, like, were creeping by the house or something. Or, you know, like he would have a description of a person. And and at first I was like, man, that's paranoid, you know. But on the other hand, it's just like, now that I've had my truck broken into, Leroy had his car stolen, like, she, you know, little things like that. Reality. Like, just like, I just got to thinking. I was like, it really don't cost a dime to pay attention. You know, get a license plate here or there. Like, maybe you can prevent somebody from doing some sketchy stuff. But I always say pay attention and don't cost you a dime as a joke. Meaning like, don't let the water run over, right? You because know, that don't cost a dime either. It did cost me a dime. It cost you a dime, but in all aspects of life, you know, like people don't pay attention. No. People just kind of like go through it. Too busy looking at their phone. Yeah, and I'm guilty of that sometimes. But other times, I might have your <laughs> license plate memorized and I've been watching you for half an hour. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Straight up. Anyway, I know that was a weird advice, but. It's true. I'd hate to see my friend's child get stolen. Anyway. Pow, pow, and on to the next one. It's rodeo time all the time. Pay attention. Don't cost you a dime. We're about to go do uh, just rodeoing. Look out on my YouTube channel. Mondays are just ranching. Learn something about ranching. Tuesdays are rodeo time. Wednesdays is just rodeoing. Learn something about rodeoing. Thursdays on my YouTube is the Old Sun podcast. And then Fridays, we just put out some random, you know, we might throwback eight things or 20 43 things bull riders don't say oh. i think is this friday yeah. that was pretty funny um <laughs> things like that are friday fridays <laughs> 43 things bull riders don't say look us up also text me nine four zero three five three zero eight nine zero. go to his school cody if Webster, you want to learn how to fight dot bulls com, cody Webster, and check out cody school. webster's gear on dalebrisby.com yeah That's the new partnership. Come on. Yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. DaleBrisby.com. Check us out. Pow, pow.